Hey guys, welcome to Wish You Were Heroes. This week, we have a little bit of shopping, a little bit of magic, and a little bit of prophecy. I even have a little prophecy right now. I'm going to have to put up with some bullshit. See if I'm right on this week's episode of Wish You Were Heroes. Hi, I'm Matthew Tate. And I play Calliope Sternheel. Hi, I'm Barb Graves, and I'm Sarda Domina. Hi, I'm Philip. I play Ivan the Barbarian. Hi, I'm Jay, and I play Emerson. Hi, I'm Rhea, and I play Ryla. And I'm Brittany, and this is Wish You Were Heroes. Uh, the reason this passage, uh, I actually found, remembered this to go look. Ryla, when you translated uh, not just the names of the cities, you translated a couple other words, which were aspect monoliths. Um, and I, I believe this is uh, this references that quite accurately. There are six cities and six uh, aspects. Uh, I think that they very well do very well may line up to indicate that this may be genuine prophecy um, I do not know yet what all of these mean um, but I do think that this is valuable information for all of you and we're going to take a pause and I'm going to pass this out for the players to be able to read and then I would also like to take a moment and let everyone know that's listening as well as the players to remember that the map to the world is on the banner of our Facebook page and everyone is free to go look at it. It may be referenced soon. You just got got a chance to read over the, the passage and Lenaric tells you that he's not sure what all of the signs mean but that he... Uh, he thinks that it's worth giving to you now so you can try to help solve this. Do any of you have first impressions after reading this passage? This passage about uh, Golden Plains, uh, do you think it refers to an actual plain where there's a lot of wheat crops or could it perhaps be a desert like my homeland? Hmm. Well, uh, the Golden Plains is a, a term that is for the plains that are the farmland to the southeast of, of your homeland. Um, it is actually located, it's the, it is the grassland and farmland to the southeast uh, of the Brightfang Desert over by Tisteria. It's actually where Tisteria came from was handling a lot of the uh, farm trade that would pass through it to head out towards the north as well as uh, where your people would have traded on the edge of the desert. I see. So we do know about what the Golden Plains are. I would like to roll a history check on the part about uh, as the oceans and the oceans roiled as beasts rose from the depths to see if that is something I might be familiar with or hearing of legends. Okay. Oh, fuck. I didn't even catch I that. I like that. I like that. 
<laughs> Turns out the beast was Sarda all along. <laughs> uh, oh, that's that's bad. That's a seven. Hey, 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 inspiration. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. I got you. I like this. Also, is there like a modifier that from you... Bardic inspiration. I would have to know that there's something to inspire. Oh, that's fair. Unless you yeah. said aloud, let me rummage through my brain right quick about the ocean. Nah, I think I'll just use the inspiration. Um, that's a nat one. Well, the seven is higher, so inspiration yeah. gives you advantage, so. Okay. Was it a seven on the die? It was a six. Okay, and you get a plus one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you don't get, you're not going to get nothing out of this. Like, um, you just won't know the in-depth lore beyond the stories you've heard. Um, everyone has, in in their culture, a monster under the bed type story. A, if you don't do the boogeyman story. For your people, Sarda, in the ocean... The terror, the terror untold, is the Leviathan. Okay. A um, faceless horror that lives so deep in the ocean that the pressure destroys anything if they try to go down to see it, and it rises up and and drags things down to it. All right. So, <clears throat> I uh. I actually have heard something about some of what's being told here. Uh, the beasts rose from their depths of the ocean is actually something my people would call the Leviathan. It is the horrors beyond horrors. That sounds unpleasant. Hey, at least it's only in the water, and we're landlocked, baby. What concerns me is uh, this pas- uh, part of the passage here that says, At the heart of all will sit death upon a throne. And uh, if we have a uh, list of locations where these monoliths are, we might look at triangulating isn't the right word, but looking at a central location from all of those, and that might possibly point to where this supposed throne might be. Might warrant investigation. Ah, an excellent idea. Hold on just a moment, and you hear Leonard give a loud whistle, and one of the uh, students at the college comes up and says, Listen, Jerry, I want you to go and grab the largest map of the Arathian Plains and bring it to me. And he gives a quick nod, runs off, and as he turns to run, he just bloop, disappears. And then he blips back a second later, holding a giant scroll that's longer than he is tall. He unrolls it onto the ground, and the map that you see is the one that is available on our Facebook page, so y'all go check it out. That is the banner on the Facebook page. Pointing out where everything is located, in the northwest is the Dark Forest, 
And these are actually where all of the flag locations were on the King's map as well. Uh, northwest, you've got the Dark Forest. Northeast is Tarnstead. To the far east, over by Heart Lake, is the small uh, port city of Cradon. Down in the southeast, you have Tisteria over by the desert, by where the Golden Plains are. In the far west, by the mountains, you have Greenwich. And in the very center, you have Drerix. Uh, refresh my memory, please, DM, on uh, Drerix. Drerix is a place that you can roll a history check to see how much you remember about. Ryla, if you roll that, you can roll with advantage. I <clears> know <throat> so much about Drerix. Oh man, that's really fucking good. <clears throat> huh. Run around the table. Ivan, what'd you get? Nine. No, 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 not 20. All right. Three. Okay. <laughs> not 20. Wonderful. I feel like 19. Oh. Sorry. You're fine. Say that again, Barb. 19. All right. I feel like, I feel like you're the DM. I'm going to be quiet. Okay. So, uh... The two of you that rolled really low. Um, hey, Drerix is right there. It's in the middle of the map. Found it. Ryla said she was from there. Ryla's from there. Yeah, like, y'all get that. Like, yeah, that's part of the Aceraman Empire. Ryla's from there. Mm -hmm. You know that. Exactly. Um, those of you that rolled higher than that, what you will get uh, is that not only is Drerix uh, where Ryla is from, it is the origin of of the Aceraman Empire. Uh, it was actually started in Drerix, not Tarnstead. While that is currently the capital, uh, the empire began as just a small collection of villages in Drerix. And those of you that rolled a nat 20, a uh, little bonus piece of information from for you, you know that the kings of old, the original kings, were all brought back there to be laid to rest. This sounds... I, I'll share that information with the party. Also, not sure why I know this. Just happened to run, run across it in a scroll that my people happened to find in their wanderings, but... Having all their old kings located there for burial and that being their former ruling seat, there would be a throne. There's obviously dead kings there. This passage says something about uh, death sitting upon a throne. And this is directly or more or less in the middle of all these places, like I point out. This, this seems more and more like something that does need to be looked into to me. I think all of them would have to be looked into. It's just a matter of which one we go to first. I agree. I'd cut off the head and the 
whole fucking dragon won't be bothering you, is my thought on the matter. So, as a general school of thought, it may be worth noting that there is nothing in this which actually says that the heart, that it will actually be a a leading cause, a prevailing centerpiece. Uh, definitely will have to be dealt with. Out of game, what I'm telling you is there is no one that is more important. These remaining locations are where your next adventures will take place, and each one of them will be a unique, scaled adventure. So, wherever you choose to go will be ba will be scaled to your current level, and you will have to face them. So, whichever one you choose to take on first is fine. Whichever one you take on last is fine. Calliope is going to remain fairly obstinate about Drerix. I think it would be more beneficial if, like, we went to the next location that was closest to the one we were previously. Just go down the list. Mm, I moan and look very upset because that's, that's Drerix. That is Drerix. It's just east of the mountains. Why? But you know, we could always just go to 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 Tristaria. You know, it's just a little jump through the desert. I think that would be a good time, y'all. Like, come on. That sounds like a colossal waste of time. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? I'm just a fish. He'll be fine. You've heard. Yeah, Sardal die a third time if we go through the desert. Sarda knows how to make water out of willy nilly. <laughs> Sarda knows how to make water out of Willy. <laughs> Fish sticks. Calliope, I, I'm still sensitive about that. I apologize. I did not mean it that way. Looking at your... I, I'm literally just looking at your... Uh, survivability and a desert... Trust me, I grew up in one. It's not the kindest environment for one who doesn't have gills. You know what? I can hang tight. I can do it. I'm not your everyday uh, merman. There's just a bunch of sand out there anyway. I don't know why you want to go to the desert. Honestly, it just sounds like if we took Sard to the desert, you're right, we'll end up having a mermaider on our hands. <laughs> Merman slaughter, if you will. So, why don't we just go to Tarnstead instead? Fine, I, I'm fine with going to Tarnstead. Oh, uh, there was something else that I think Emerson learned in the court trial as well about Drerix. 
Huh? It was it was a while ago. I remember Jay's this. face was priceless. <laughs> what? I, I, remember I as a player, am going to tell you something that you rolled really good on because I remembered. You you remember that I'm a part of a royal family in Terrix. Oh, yes, I, yes. I think we all learned that. I was Specifically, like, I... You I, revealed that to everyone. Yeah. So, but all of you already I've know that. Known. Yeah, but like, like, Emerson rolled high even more on that. Mm-hmm. I try so okay. hard to forget that trial. It's okay. Your time in baby prison was was well respected. Anyway, from a multiple points of a strategic standpoint, Drarek is the next most logical place to go. Your feelings about your homeland aside, Ivan, would you like an input on this? Hmm. As as another member of this party, in all fairness, I, I want to make an intelligence check to see how well it's going with the Rubik's cube. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need you to nat one this. Yeah, please. <laughs> Fuck! I wasted my inspiration on Sarda. Nat one. It's actually just a painted block. Nine. 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 Um, you ask Ivan, and as you turn to ask Ivan, you see Ivan, like, messing with the Rubik's Cube with a dagger in hand, trying to pop one of the pieces off. <laughs> I, Ivan, I, what? <laughs> hey, 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 Ivan. Snap, snap, snap. Huh. You got distracted there. Where do you think we should go for our next adventure? I don't know. <laughs> Ivan, Ivan, just just say uh, Tristeria. Just say Tristeria. It's Tisteria. Tisteria. What's in Tisteria? Uh, evil. We gotta go deal with it. What are the other choices? Uh, uh, there are no other choices. <laughs> okay, Ryla's full of shit because she just really doesn't want to go home for some reason, but the most logical place for us to head next is Drarix. What's that? Uh, apparently, uh, death sitting upon a throne. So evil, too. Sounds extra evil to me. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> let's leave it a chance. Anybody got a coin? Yes, yes, I have a coin. Uh, I just handed uh, uh, Ivan a four-sided die. Wait, I actually have a real-ass coin. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, we don't have to... Fuck off, I'm doing this. We all have dice. Yeah, so... but I have coin dice. You gotta call it. Heads or tails? Heads will be the throne. Tails will be the ass end of nowhere. Wait, but tails is where... A throne is where your tail goes. Anyway. But... Hey, tails. it's Tails. All right. Drarix it is. What about you? Uh, but but I thought Emerson? Tails was the ass end of nowhere, not not Drarix. Hold on a second. You can't finoodle me that easy. Sure I can. <laughs> Gonna roll deception. Uh, hold on. <laughs> You rolling deception will not in any way alter whether or not Ryla remembers. <laughs> I, as a player, had to take a second, like, wait. Well, I didn't take proficiency in gaslight, so this is the closest thing. 
You rolling a nat 20 is just going to go the best it could go, and that's that Ryla doesn't attack you for this, so yeah. I'm just giving you that. Yeah, you know what? Fine. Just fine. 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 So the flip was bonus? No, no, no. You, you have a coin now. Uh, by the way, can I have that back? Ivan just says no. <laughs> what coin? And it's gone. <laughs> Anyway, Emerson, thoughts? Well, you flipped a coin. I mean, like, what did the coin say where we were going? Hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with uh, Rayla on this. <laughs> you are so <laughs> close. Rayla. Rayla, Rayla. Muhammad. Papa, Papa. Uh, I still need a decision from the party. Like, y'all can go back and forth as long as you want. Are you following the coin flip, or are you listening to the obstinate? I mean, of- I think everyone the agreed. numbers are three to two, so. Well, everyone also agreed on the, well, Stata, did you agree to the coin flip? Two. Sure, I agree. <laughs> yeah, so I think whatever the coin flip said, uh, Emerson has been really into this uh, passage. Okay. Looking it over. That's why she's. Can you roll me a religion check? (gasps) Of course I can. I waste inspiration. Ah, you did. That's good. She does good on these. Religion. That starts with an R. Okay. (laughs) Sixteen. You do the same shit I do. That's great. Okay, with a sixteen. That's that's plenty good enough for this. Um. You, um, actually don't, you, so you're very well studied, not just in your own religion, but into the apologetics of how you would interact with other religions. Mm-hmm. And you have at no point ever heard of a prophet or anyone like that, um, by this name. So mm-hmm. that alone to you is, is an odd thing that will stand out. You've now decided that you will be going to Tisteria. What side was it on, Ivan? The outside. Oh fuck! Okay, yeah, those tails. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so, I will say that we have very, good, very high probability of knowing that there is a famine that is going to be there of some kind. Um, I find the the concerning part of this passage not that there will be a famine. But that as a separate line, it specifically says that it will consume. Be careful. Do not enter into this recklessly. By any chance, do you have any magic way to get us there quicker? No. The Aceramon has been very thorough, thorough in keeping wards up that prevent magical travel beyond their borders. And if I may suggest and I'll approach the map and uh, trace my finger along the uh, mountain ridge at the edge of the desert. Travel may be kinder to us to uh, keep to the edge of the desert. Uh, there's, there's not a whole lot going on for sustaining life in the middle of it, and a trek across it is very difficult for people who are unaccustomed <coughs> to it. Uh, moreover, 
my people have been involved in a really bad land war uh, with another clan for quite some time, and it it would not be great for us to wind up in the middle of that while we're trying to reach our destination covertly. Why are your people fighting over desert land that has nothing on it? Limited water supply, for one. Have you never been to the desert? I have not. Then just trust me on this. Let's stay out of the desert. And so we shall. It almost sounds like Drax was the better option now. <laughs> I know, because I said it. No taxi backsies. You got what you wanted. I did. So don't complain. Okay. That will be it for the library. You'll leave there. Report back to the king. Let him know where you intend to head. And now, there are two things left to handle today. Number one, shopping. If you have anything specific that you want. But we also have a new store that just opened up recently. Hmm? Did we get any sort of monetary reward for this last quest? I think we were just good Samaritans. Okay. I think. DM, tell us otherwise. It's time to go shopping. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Here, you come across something that you didn't exactly think you would find, uh, but it is definitely one of note. It is Colin's Magical Consignments. What? It's a small shop that opened up just outside of the market. Is it thrift store magic? Huh. Thrift magic. Thrift magic. Take it that you're going in? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm hey, that in. means fucking bargains. Like, if I can find a 1920s edition of some... I am just... Yeah, I'm there, okay, so you go in, and this is a small tent, and it's, it's like a 10 by 10 tent. It's not got a lot of stuff, but... There are some things out on the table. Are we back in the city? Yes. Okay. I just needed to know. You can leave if you want, or you can go shopping. I I never said I was leaving. I just needed to know where I was at. Yep, you're back in the city. I'm going to hold Ivan shackled hand and carry him, like, round him up. Okay. Anyway. It's very soft. You wouldn't expect that with my sword skills. I like its firm grip. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So. (laughs) All right. You go into the tent and as you're taking a look around, there are a few things on the table. Uh, One of them that's most notable is uh, that you see immediately. Sitting on one of the tables is a is a small goblin holding a sword by the scabbard. And there is a little chalkboard sign hanging from his neck. Uh, and you see that all the items in here have a tag of some kind on them. This one says, this is the sword of goblin detection. Which glows, which 
which glows green when in the presence of goblins. This is Tatesy, the goblin scabbard for the sword. He is quite insistent on being its scabbard. They are a package deal. Consigned by Colin Tate. Next, you have, you go and there's this very eloquent case. It's a dark wood that's carved with silver etchings into it and it's sitting open and sitting inside of it is a single coin propped up at like a 45 degree angle. <clears throat> and it spins on that, on that prop turning so that you can see both sides of it. One side of the coin is a beautiful gold and it depicts the gates of heaven and the other side is a very dull silver and it depicts the road to hell. And this is the coin of good and evil and it is consigned by Diana Valdez. Next, uh, hmm? we found out what the scabbard does. What the fuck does the coin do? Oh, if someone flips the coin and it lands on heads, they become aligned good. Opposite for tails. You can't flip the coin again until you perform an act of good if you were turned good, or evil if you were turned evil. Lovely. That... This is like a deck of many things, but a coin. It's a danger coin. <clears throat> Next, you have just what looks like a giant wheel of a cart. Uh, and it just says on the tag, cartwheel. Literally, literally a giant cartwheel with straps for holding onto it. This is consigned by Eli Velasca. A magic item? When you say that, you see just a faint shimmer go across the, the wheel. What does the wheel do? It gives a... It is a shield that adds plus three to your AC at a cost of minus five movement when carried. Not just equipped anytime you're carrying it. Ah, because it's big as food. Mm -hmm. Ooh. You could use an action and movement to throw the cartwheel in a 30-foot straight line, forcing everyone in that line to make a saving throw, a dexterity saving throw, or be knocked prone. It has a minimum strength of 16 to wield it. <laughs> it's like that horror movie with the ju that's just a tire that goes around killing people. <laughs> you mean rubber? Yeah. I'm imagining getting like a really strong rope and you just like a yo-yo it. <laughs> oh. Oh. I hate the world so much right now. Beyblade, Beyblade, let it rip. Oh my God, it's spinning. Leave it alone. Don't get near it. Lastly, on one of the uh, on one more table, you see just just a bag. It look it's an orange bag with like a and, it, and you realize that it's actually two layers of leather, an orange layer with an interior black layer. And you realize this because you can see the black layer where the orange has been carved out for eyes and a mouth and a horrible grin. Chugga chugga chugga. 
chugga 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 okay it's been so hard to sneeze what's with the bag this the the little plaque says is a bag of tricks when you, it, when you reach in, you have a 25% chance of grabbing one useful item out of it, no matter the size, every fourth turn. You also have a 50% chance of grabbing something kind of stupid and a 25% chance of grabbing something that will aid your enemy. Do you know, out of the items that you grab out, if it will be useful? Before you grab it out? As After you grabbed it out, like... It's like, oh, this is a rock of punting. It could either, like, you throw it and it actually just reverberates boomerangs back and hits you or something. You don't know what it does. Like, uh, so I won't tell you until <clears throat> after you pull it out and try to use it. Um, now, the 50% kind of stupid will probably feel, will probably just be very obviously useless. Oh, this um, is just a Creed CD. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. It's their second album. Oh, oh. Why, they had more, why they had more than one, we don't know. Wow. Uh, the hate for who, who commissioned this item? Actually, don't hate Creed, but you know. Is there I, ca any, I can play on the joke. Is there any more items? Well, we never figured out who made this item. This one is, co is consigned by Ecuador St. Louis. So, thank you to all of the listeners who submitted Magic Item Ideas, and if you have any, make sure that you send it in for us as well. Uh, that is available for you to comment on on our Facebook page, and will be pinned there by the time this episode goes up. Hey, uh, how much for that bag? You, uh, you ask, and the, the little old man that was rifling around uh, behind what, the curtain that you could just kind of see through the cracks in the little curtains that were hanging up. Kind of pokes his head around and goes, Ah! Ah! The bag of tricks! Yes. You, you want to know how much. The, the question isn't just how much, but what kind of form of payment would you be making in the first place? For if you were paying with with copper, the price would be far different than the price of souls. I'm sorry, did you say souls? Yes! Okay, this place sucks. I turn around and walk out. <laughs> I'm still in it to win it. Uh, I, I prefer to, to buy it with, like, with money. Ah! Be 750. How many souls? <laughs> well, this one would only cost... Anything that we have here today would only cost one soul. I'll give you 750 Okay. He gives you the money. Wait, how much is 750 Are we talking like seven That's silver, seven 50 copper? seven gold and five silver. Not necessarily. No, no. There was... 750 gold. Oh, oh you never said in mind. copper. Never mind. I don't have 750... <laughs> Gold. Yeah, you just asked how much it was. I thought you said I thought you meant seven dot fifty, like seven dollars and fifty cents. You can role play that out. Uh, it may have been left vague intentionally. Uh, uh, do you mean like seven gold and like fifty copper, or do you mean like seven hundred and fifty? 
Well, let's think about that logically. You tell me which one makes more sense there, young whippersnapper. Well, since that, uh, since the bag has a lot of stuff that doesn't really do much, I was going to assume the uh, option A. Oh. Well, you're wrong then. Have a good day. Oh, okay. Would you be willing to, like... I don't know. Aside from selling my soul, can we, like... Wait. Give me one of your crows. I don't think so. What do you mean by selling your soul? You said something about selling souls. I assume. No, no, no! I didn't say your soul. A soul. Like any soul. Preferably a powerful one, but but yeah, just a soul. How do I get a soul? I mean, there are a few ways. I I would imagine if you harvested one at the right time, as it was leaving the body. Sarn is just having, like, a, a, an existential crisis. <laughs> he, he can't fathom the concept of doing such a thing. Hey, Ivan. Ivan, do, do you mm. want that shield? It seems quite useful. I, I would not lie that it's enticing. We'll, we'll try to get it after Sarda's done getting his attention. Uh, I mean, we work, we work on consignment. Some of these things have been here for quite some time, so I, I'm always willing to hear a counterproposal if you have one. Well... Uh, Sarda's firstborn child. Sarda doesn't actually have kids. <laughs> Stop. You know, I think uh, I think I'm just gonna pass. Thank you, though. I I do uh, appreciate you talking with me. I I uh, I do also want to clarify: souls and coins were not the only option. We'll negotiate anything. Those were just examples of vastly different forms of payment. Okay. What uh, other forms? Yes. Oh. I'm open to any kind of negotiation. Uh, excuse me, shopkeep? Yes? Uh, what may I call you, by the way? I don't see your name badge. Uh... Is it Colin? No. Oh. <laughs> Jay, name the character. Jonathan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How to upset Rhea in one easy step. <laughs> Ringo. Alright, I'm gonna have to override you now. Hey, yep, you just decided it. Jason. Oh, fuck. Rango. I'm Byram. Oh. Named okay. after David Byram, our listener. Thank you, David. Yay! Well, Byram, uh, me and my uh, compatriot here are actually very interested in this wheel. Um, now, I overheard you that you take many different forms of payment. Absolutely. So, I was curious, and I pull out my, uh, like, very full sketchbook that I have been doing for a long time. Would this sketchbook interest you as payment? It's it's my collective work, and I've been pretty 
adamant at it. And there's like some nice like caricature work and stuff in there. Not caricature, like charcoal portraits. I would have offered first. So before we move forward with this, I do want to say you have canonically said before that you were sketching that stuff in your spell book. Fuck. Uh, I want to go back. I want to go back. I'm going back. Fuck that. No Chasey's backsies. So that's why I stopped you and it was like, hey. But luckily those were random sheets of paper in my spell book that I can take out. Yeah, he's not taking random pieces of paper and doodles as like payment. Damn it. This one has a smiley face. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so how? Oh fuck! Uh, uh, Ivan, take over. Uh, would you be interested in any <clears throat> furs from the local wildlife? Oh, absolutely. How many furs would you take? Mm. I'll give you a gold a piece. That should be a generous amount. How much is the shield? Or will? Excuse me. Oh, how many furs would I take for the shield? Yes. Uh, hmm. One hundred. Hmm. This covers the labor hours in order for you to accommodate that. Something I don't have time for now. Uh, out of character. Considering Ivan's past, how long you think it would take him to get a hundred furs based off of the local area, territory? Fifty days. Okay. Call it two a day. Okay. I don't think we have that kind of time. Definitely not. So, uh, I appreciate the offer. Um, maybe in the future. Right now, I'm a bit on a time constraint. Very well. Any other kind of deals you'd be interested in? I mean, I have these uh, handmade totems I've done in in my travels. I don't think you'd be interested in those, but... I mean, they're cute, but they're not really worth much. I didn't think they were. Okay. But you said you would trade anything, so... It would just take a lot of them. It's fair. I'm struggling as a player now. So what is the struggle? Help me to understand. I'm bad at figuring out ideas. Uh, What about a fantastic, well-cooked, home-cooked meal? I haven't had a good home-cooked meal in a while. I'll tell you what. <clears throat> I'll make a counter proposal. Anytime that you're in the city, in, in town, from here on out, I'm welcome to dine with you. I like that, dude. Excellent. Thank you so much. And he shakes your hand. And when he shakes your hand, um, can you roll me a Constitution saving throw? Oh no. Um. Okay, you're fine. His hand is like, you know, like regular old people have cold hands. He makes them look like they're warm to the touch. Okay. Ooh. And congratulations. You now have a cartwheel. I 
I wouldn't mind talking about this coin here. Okay. Now, I've shown you my work and my, my spell book here of, of pencil sketches and everything else. I have done portraits before. How would you like a personal painted portrait of yourself? I don't want to look at me. Have you seen what I look like? <laughs> I can put it in the nicest light or of anything you want. I don't need things to look at. <laughs> but do you need things for other people to look at? Maybe advertising? I mean, I, business is fairly booming. I'm almost sold out after only a week of being open. Out of game. This is going to be open the rest of the time that you guys are playing. Oh, we can come back to this. You can always come back, and now you'll have a place to trade in, like, magic items that you don't care about. Oh, cool. Oh, that makes more sense. Hey, we don't feel, I don't feel the pressure. See, I was about to offer up my signet ring. That makes so much more sense. Thank you, dear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll definitely be coming back here. I like the rolling with the food thing. Well, I didn't intend for y'all to not get anything. I just wanted y'all to have to actually, like... Money wasn't really going to be a viable option. I wanted y'all to have to come up with something that would equal out to that value over time. Yeah, I'm just, I'm having, I'm drawing blanks on what I could offer. Mm. I just don't know yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you think of something, this is where you have to be creative as the players to come up with a unique solution. I don't have a written solution here for it, so I can't give you a role for it to, to tell you what to do. Yeah, I'll, I'll take my time and think about it. Okay. I mean, the only other... Mm. I do have Lenoric's Tomes of Learning. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a whole, like, I've already kind of gone through them. I will actually, if you want to get something, I will hand you that scroll that I got. What scroll was it? The scroll of Unearthly Course. I did give that out. I do remember that. What does that do? So, Unearthly Chorus, uh, music of a style you choose fills the air around you in a 30-foot radius. The music spreads around corners and can be heard up to 100 feet away. The music moves with you centered on you for the duration. Until the spell ends, you make charisma performance checks with advantage. In addition, you can use a bonus action on each of your turns to beguile one creature you choose within 30 feet of you that can see you and hear the music. The creature must make a charisma saving throw. If you or your companions are attacking it, it automatically succeeds on a saving throw. On a failure, the creature becomes friendly to you for as long as it can hear the music and for one hour thereafter. You make charisma deception checks and charisma per persuasion checks against creatures made friendly by this spell with advantage. Uh, what level of spell is that? Uh, if I remember correctly, it's the first level spell. That's a sweet boombox. It's just something that Ivan I, would never use. I I would actually like that as a player. 
to learn as soon as I get the wherewithal to put it in my spell book. That's a smart wizard thing. I don't know. I think it's a bard spell. It's a scroll. I can transcribe any scroll. I mean, that's up to DM rolls. I, I'm... This is true. So. I don't care. <laughs> that was easy. But I make it as an offer if you want to get something that you can try to barter with. This is fair. Uh, I, Ivan, I think that is more useful for our adventures soon to come. I would love to take a peek at that, however, in our off time. I'll just have to come back here and get something later. Oh, yeah. I think that's a good way to end that one for me. Sounds good. Okay. Anyone else? Not for this shop. Oh, is is Emerson spooked out by the by the man? By the man? The ookie bookie man. Thank you all so much for coming in. Have a great day. You too. Have a good day. DM question. Answer. Uh I'm not sure if it works like it works in BG3 or if that was just them taking liberties in the game, but I know in older editions, like, not every class could use spell scrolls, uh, like, to cast something once. How, how does that work in 5e? I don't really care. It's a scroll. Okay. I, I, I gave them to you intending for y'all to be able to use them. Okay. Uh, in that case, I would like to find a place that where I could peruse and possibly buy a scroll. Mm, okay. So do remember that there is a limit to how powerful people become. Uh, magic is readily available through most of the world, but it's all low level. Yeah. So No, I'm yeah. looking for a very specific low level thing. Mm, what are you looking for? Uh, scroll of Disguise Self. Disguise Self. High or low? Low. Okay. You find them. You find them for uh, market value. All right. You all leave and uh, do your other shopping. If it's basic stuff um, that's non-magical, feel free to just buy it at your leisure at uh, market value. And then you make your way. Uh, you're actually given a reminder to go and see the brothers for a potential tool for use on this new challenge. The brothers. Remind me who those are. The ones who have made all our magical artifacts? Yeah. The ones who make your one-time use magic items for specialization. Ah. Neat. Where you had to come up with an idea as a table and then... Oh, we picked the arrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then the net. <clears throat> yep. So, you report to them and... It is time for all of you to figure out what you think you're going to need for fighting this famine, whatever that looks like. Oh, I'm thinking something along the lines of uh, that druid spell that makes the land grow things good. How about, get this, a seed that grows a tree and the tree has a radius of like a mile that nourishes the ground. Kind of like a uh, a single living organism that replenishes the ground. 
It's like peanuts, but you only have to plant one thing. So ah, hell, we ain't good at making no living things. We can make something, a, a magical item that could bolster life, but... So basically, you're wanting to find some way to reverse the famine effects? Uh, I'm assuming, yeah, I'm looking for something that can reverse famine or at least uh, counteract the effects. I don't think we'll be able personally to stop a famine, and my goal is to instead not have people die. I'm literally just trying to remember the name of that spell that I have in the other campaign with my druid. Uh, chugga, chugga, chugga. Choo! <coughs> Choo! Excuse me. You're but fine. basically just an artifact that would cast that specific druid spell that makes everything within an area have a higher, like, yield mm -hmm. yeah, for, it, like, a year. So you don't have to get that specific. Like, I, this does not need to be a pre-existing D&D spell. This is the time where, like, if you think of that, even if it wasn't a D&D &D spell, that's a great suggestion. So something like that isn't bad. Like, just present it as that rather than trying to come up with the exact D&D spell that already exists. Fair point. We could always ask for a, tinc a magical tincture that when put into a, the water supply leaches into the ground and promotes growth. They poison the water supply. <laughs> Barb? I am trying to think. Okay. I, I mean, I'm, I kind of like Ryla's idea. I, I want other people's ideas. I'm so scared of my ideas going wrong. What if we made, like, a generator that promotes, that uh, makes a field that would protect farmlands. Mm, that would be extremely hard considering how many farmlands they would have to protect. Also, uh, it's not like these people are uh, nice. Uh, I, will, I will tell you that uh, it'll be hard enough to get and plant something that projects out. We need something covert so that we don't get in trouble because uh, the, the Aserimen are not known for their love of magical artifacts. It has to be something inconspicuous. And hence, I still agree with Ryla's idea. Hey, um, Emerson, you're kind of listening in on this as you're doing your other stuff. Can you roll me a uh, religion check at advantage, please? as you continue to review this passage? Religion. So that's going to be 18? 18. Okay. Uh, so just going to gently push you in a direction, and I'd like you to kind of run with this mm -hmm. as, a, as a hint of what you should be considering. Mm -hmm. Two things. Number one, um, Lenerick was very worried that uh, it may not be as literal as it sounds for mm -hmm. what this famine is. Mm -hmm. And the second thing 
is the second to last passage that says, the one that says, this will surely come to pass, lest brave souls may gather the monoliths and destroy the great evil. Um, so definitely a thing to be aware that you probably have to still gather. I'll, you're gonna kind of intuit that that's the gemstones. Yes, I actually had that highlighted uh, and wrote that as a note. Uh, as well with the famine, I did not take it as a literal famine. So okay. I was just looking through the passage to see if anything else like jumped out for that. So oh, that's well, awesome. So that's ahead really, of you yeah. Hold that's, on. So that confirmed what you know. I'm not wasting my time, which is correct. Wonderful. Yeah, okay. yeah. You're doing exactly what I was hoping you yeah. specifically would do, <laughs> which is like take this as a pa as like a, a passage of prophecy and be mm -hmm. like, oh, what does this mean? And yes. what all could this be? So. Exactly. Oh, That's no. exactly what I'm looking at. So I'm very happy to know that I'm not just sitting here just swimming a lot. No, <laughs> you know? you're, you're perfectly on track, and if you could mark an inspiration, that would be great. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I wish I had that information because I have a good idea now, but I can't make it because I don't have that info. Oof. Big oof. Mm. <laughs> If only there was a way that somebody could just say, like, hey, I shared that information with the party or yeah, something. Yeah. That would be, yeah. So uh, I hear that they're talking about the famine. Mm -hmm. They're talking about literal ways to... End famine. End famine. Um, and do I make the connection with the uh, the monoliths? Yes. Okay. That, this, is, this is that moment of where it all those things click together. I don't think they're talking of a literal famine. Um, if you see here, and she just immediately pulls up her book with all these writings and little arrows to it, uh, to you, Ryla. Em Emerson, you're you're trying to have a run on my money here with Scribblefest. What's going on here? What? <laughs> like, like Playboy, hold it sideways as it unfurls. Like. Yes, and she pretty much just explains... Uh, what we just discussed to you. Oh shit. Uh, should we, if that's the case, should we just have like a little detector to find these monoliths? I think that's what we should be focusing on the most. I think that's, that's the secret to all of this Did, because we gra gather them and destroy the great evil. Uh, then wouldn't it make sense to bring one of the monoliths from the library? So these folks know what to be looking for? Oh, they, they're... Mm. I think that we're the ones that are supposed to be looking for these. Because at the very end, it says they will be called heroes. For them to make the magic item. Oh. Were the brothers a part of the school? Like, it wasn't if I in the notes. <laughs> were the brothers a part of the magic school? Mm. They are not currently a part of the school. They are based out of the castle. Uh, were they? That's uh, what she said. Yeah. So, you... Yes, they have attended the school previously. I was about uh, to say... They, they chose to leave instead of staying to pursue higher levels of power. You might be able to work with uh, uh, Dean Lenerick and try to come up with a scanning device, a, a finding device. Oh, I'm sure we could find something out like that. Yeah. What are the monoliths? Uh, you remember that, that scary thing that killed you the first time? I try to forget. Yeah, yeah. Remember that darkness that plagued you and peered into your ever-living soul as it was struck? I said I try to forget! It's that. It's that, Sarda. All right. It's all right. 
Ivan is patting your your back. It's all right. Smack. <laughs> it might be a little a little harder pat than what you're expecting, but. Oh yeah, he probably knocked the wind out of him. <laughs> oh my god, I really hope the brothers have like blue hair. I the only thing I think of that I want to hold in my hand is literally a Dragon Ball scanner. I'm I'm just gonna be real with you. Can we have a Dragon Ball scanner for this, like flavor wise? That's up to the party. If y'all, here's the thing. I'll determine what it looks like based off of whatever y'all decide y'all go with. So if you go with this detector. I'll, I'll decide what it looks like. If y'all go with something else, then we go from there. Does anyone else have suggestions? Invisible dog leash. Uh, Raya. <laughs> You're still on the same... So your suggestion there is just find a thing to find a thing. <laughs> yeah. I want to find a thing to find a thing. Yeah. So... I kind of like the idea of a means to transport the thing once we find it. Well, you might okay. be able to get something like that from Linerick. That's a fair point. You reckon we should ask him first, right quick? I mean, yeah, but I honestly like the idea of tracking them a lot more than being able to hold on to them. No, I don't mean to trans to carry it. I mean to send it. Oh, you mean like uh, make it go bloop like that one thing that he did on his desk? Exactly. Mm. Magic stuff. I'm thinking back to the passage. What do you think it means by deep in the heart of ancient life? Talking to Emerson. Oh. You're going to have to get her attention. She's still there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Emerson. Hmm. Yes. Uh, in this passage, mm -hmm. uh, what does it mean deep in the heart of ancient life? Probably the sea. Well, it could even be like uh, mountains. There could be, uh, I'm thinking Skyrim right now. I don't know why. With the dwarven. I have a have thing like that, that I want you to do. Yes. Um. I would like the two of you, only the two of you, mm -hmm. to roll a d20, and we will take the higher number that you roll, and I will work from there. Just plain straight? Just straight. Okay. 15. Six. Cool. 15 for the two of you. It is. Mm -hmm. So, the two of you, as you think over this, mm -hmm. uh, the heart of life in nature is usually somewhere like deep in a very ancient forest mm. and it really clicks as you think to the the dark forest and that that is where the dragon was created what is the dragon a creation mm -hmm. okay so yeah, the it says that all of this will happen if we don't gather the monoliths. We didn't gather the monolith in time at uh, with the dragon or with the other stuff, but we could do it before the famine. Hmm. You have a thought over there, Emerson? I'm trying to like construct the thought. Oh. Yes. Um, here's a question that I, that's kind of been bothering me first. 
out the gate is there are six aspects and the A is capitalized. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking that that has some importance too. Okay. Um, that in, is that six monoliths? Oh, that's right. Because when we were messing with the crystal, one of us found out, like, in-game that it was a demon prince or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that could be, like, classical Ars Goetia. This is the aspect of greed or, or medicine or, yeah. Like, is so is it, like, like, very baseline, like, sins, like, sin, like, gluttony, lust, and all that? Or is it some other weird aspect thing? Yeah. Oh. To all my players out of game, I'd just like to remind you that the apocalypse is supposed to have some dudes on, on animals. What are those dudes? Four horsemen. The what horsey the boys. What? what Death. Famine. No, no. Plague. Pestilence. Wrath. Yeah. War. Not and death. Death. Wrath. War. Yeah. War. Yeah. War. Pestilence. Mm -hmm. uh, death. And famine. Famine. Mm -hmm. Oh no! Oh wait, wait. Famine is famine. Sickness is pestilence. War. And then death. Fuck. Okay, kids, we're fighting the for horsemen. Fuck. Uh, uh, uh. So obviously, we're gonna need some uh, magical horseshoes that fuck a horse's legs up. Hold on, can, can we just have a, a gun? Can I have a gun? <laughs> well, it'd really suck if you found out that was one of the five creatures in all of existence that that gun couldn't kill. Can I have a gun that can kill the creatures? Can I have a gun that can kill God? <laughs> can I have a bag of holy oats? God is one of the other five creatures. So is Lucifer. You open the bag, Barb, and it's just hollow notes songs because you didn't enunciate properly. It's not holy oats, it's hollow notes. <laughs> so it's just a bag full of shitty music. <laughs> Private eyes. We're watching you. It's just a bag full of eyes that are uh, that belong to privates in the army. <laughs> okay, no. so we are... Fuck. Okay, me and... I have so many ideas. Uh... Have I heard of the Day of the Devil? At all? No, this is something okay. that no one... That's a, So that was part of your like religion where you hadn't heard of this guy mm -hmm. from anything. You've also never heard of this Day of the Devil. Mm -hmm. so. Six aspects. Which... The devil's number. Dun dun dun. Four things. Like monoliths. Also dun dun dun. And we have two monoliths, correct, right now? With uh, you've captured one monolith as okay. well as the base from which the monoliths were broken off. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. So and we so one. if we look at it, there will from how I'm interpreting this, it's there are going to be six monoliths that effect. Four of them affect like classical four horsemen. And then the other two are from the bowels of the deep ancient horrors will rise and um brain not workies. Uh the the the, the dragon one. 
which are just destruction inherently. Like, they're just chaos incarnate and or facilitating the others. The great thing is, uh, well, not the great thing, but if you look at, like, Revelations, it speaks of a monster coming out of the sea and one on land. Motherfucker. Jay, Jay, what? Oh no. I, I gave d- the religion checks to the only other person at the table that could go as in depth with this as I can. <laughs> Wait. I'm surprised you didn't do anything about the two uh, speakers or the two witnesses. Man, it'd be weird That'd if there was weird. more to the prophecy exactly. that you couldn't read and so, if there was other stuff in there. Yeah, oh, mother. I'm really curious about this. You have piqued my interest so much. <laughs> oh no. Jay's going to have to do homework. Oh, I have so I have so many books on the Revelation because my mom. <laughs> she's like, here's another one. I'm like, perfect. Uh, thanks, mom. Is is this the new like translation that they did where it doesn't like jump here or there? Or it's like straight off the like, before the fifties. I love that. Yeah, it's that. That's the shit that's like tight as I, I. Can I say tight as hell? Is that like a thing? I mean, I'd hope so with what y'all are going up against. Hold on, yeah. wait, wait. Am I hip <laughs> enough? To say tight as hell, or do if I? If you to have be? to ask, that is the answer to your question. So I'm not hip, therefore I can say it. Ironically. A. Who says hip? People. Old people that break them. <laughs> I am. It's <laughs> fucking osteoporosis, my ass. What? <laughs> anyway. So, I still need to know what y'all want to get. If y'all want to find them, find them radar or what? So who wants radar? Who wants uh, a thing to send the thing once we get a hold of it? So I want to metagame this. Jay, do you as a player who knows revelations other than my evil wife have an idea that will help us? We do remember... Religion. Do remember, and I do want to say this for the whole table... This is not a J-only thing, mm-hmm. and, and I didn't write it in a way that it ever would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've told y'all this before. There is no wrong item here to have the, the artificers make. Whatever aspect you have the make of that will be the part of this that is easier that will no longer be something you have to struggle with. So, like, if you did a... Con- like, when y'all did a thing to make the dragon where it couldn't fly, mm-hmm. congratulations, your dr- the dragon you fought didn't fly anymore. It was there, you still had to fight it, but you didn't have to worry about it flying away or anything like that this time. Mm-hmm. This is not as much a, like, religion aspect aspect of it as the, like... How do you prepare for what will be your next big fight? How do we prepare for the unknown? Right. No matter what, this is happening. Fuck, yeah. We can't stop that in a way. We can and we can't. Um, <clears throat> when we have all the monoliths, which whatever we face, which was a dragon, which, you know, all that happened, um, we're going to have challenges. And we're going to have to overcome those to get the item, the crystals, which why I lean towards um, Tate's suggestion because I'm sure we're going to go to the next place on the map instead of coming back to Rathia. Yeah, more than we like. don't. We won't need something to find these because we will be met with them, in my opinion. Or it will be so obvious that we will find trouble. We will find trouble. Trouble will find me. Yes. I think it would be a good idea to have something made that we can use to better contain them because mm-hmm. right now we're using mason jars and rags 
And I feel like that's just going to lead to one of us making a fatal mistake so, and mishandling these um, objects. I want to say, butt in here for a second and give a little bit of feedback. Uh, just a gentle reminder. Uh, there will be, I, I've already hinted at this and I want to put it more official. There will be fast travel points unlocked throughout the game. Oh. You, so the concern about going back and forth to the kingdom, currently all of those gates are sealed away because of the risk from the Asaraman Empire. So mm. as you yep. progress to these areas, depending on how you handle yourself, you are there is the capability in any of these areas to unlock fast travel. Lenaric did say that they were already points everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's just yes. a matter of them not being accessible. Right. I, that's why I like... Y'all already had that information, just as a reminder, that will be a thing that is an unlockable option. So, if that's the case, why not an item that can contain and on the same, like, unused, like, telephone line of transportation as the doorway, teleport them to Lenerick? Since there's already, like, an established link that isn't accessible, or would that be bad like I don't want to do it where I'm theory crafting with how it would work in game and I shouldn't do that because that's the DM's job but like my idea is it would use the same like ley line to transfer hold on if you just said you shouldn't do it and then you start doing it again then you should probably stop that's fair why don't we just have something that can hold them and then teleport them to a safe place like Lenorix okay taking two ideas and merging them I like it it's yeah. a jar of, of mm -hmm. sending. Boop. That was easy, it, and it disappears. It's basically, uh, it's basically those uh, <clears throat> tubes that you send up at the ATMs. <laughs> you know, you know. You Put know. it in, hold it up, goes whoop. Okay, so a way to send them back or a way to track them? Those are your options that are on the table so far. Do we have another generic suggestion idea of what goal you would like to accomplish? Oh, how about something that tracks it down and uh, encapsulates it and sends it without us having to lift a finger? Well, that's about par for the course for this party. <laughs> what about something that is a anti-magic container specifically? Well, you've already... So, so your third option here, so what you're looking at is a way to track it, a way to hold it, or a way to send it. Yep. Okay. Last thing I'm going to say, what if we had a weapon that could use them? Oh my god, Barb. Uh, there's a devil on your shoulder. No, oh, it's a pseudo-dragon. No, no, that's Jay's. It's me. Emerson, you're a pseudo-dragon the whole time? Literally like a staff or a spear that has like sockets. empty sockets where you could just put one in. Hold on. I'm noting things. Hold them, send them. Uh, Use them. I got that one. Fucking. What was the other one? Track them. There it is. Barb's trying to fucking be a horseman. I'm scared. First, first ravens follow Barb around. Like, I'm scared. All right. So the four options on the table that have been presented so far, track them, hold them, send them, or use them, uh, are what the items would be. You know, I don't need y'all to be more specific than that. Like, I just Can we narrow destroy down? them. We can't destroy them if it says that we had to gather them to defeat the great evil. Mm -hmm. Some, they will come together possibly 
to create something to defeat the great evil. Yeah, fuck. Okay. I vote send. All right, let's go down this line. We're just going to do a show of hands. Uh, I'd like everybody, the five of you, to close your eyes, please. So I can get a genuine vote count here. All right. Uh, Raise your hand for track them. Raise your hand for hold them. Raise your hand for send them. Raise your hand for use them. Two things. Barb, why are you voting twice? And Philip, why didn't you vote? Because I'm still undecisive, to be honest. I'm sorry. They all sound like plausible options. And on top of that, I'm cold. Okay. Well, I need you to vote if you're going to. Like, cold can't be a good reason not to. You can open your eyes now. Um, Is all it right. a tie? Do what? Is it a tie? No, not now. Tiebreaker? Okay. What would you vote if it was a tie? If it was a tie, equal tie between all of them? Because it technically was, because Barb voted twice. <laughs> Fucking kill. No, don't count that. So. It was Which a- one? <laughs> I'm scared what exactly. everyone did. Uh, uh, see, I'm torn between tracking and holding them. I heard two people move when they said hold. Stop trying to metagame <laughs> it. Somebody could have moved without raising their hand. I did have people try to raise their hand and then lower it, so. Or they were being indecisive, so. What would you vote for, Philip? Not what do you think is best for the party, just you. Personally, I think track because... It's a large area. Anywhere we go into, we don't know what's there. It could be a huge area to narrow it down to one specific thing. Like, I have the home field All advantage right. in Drerix, but uh, this place, no. All right, we are down to one more round of voting. Everyone close their eyes. We have a tiebreaker. Fuck yeah, bitches. All right, raise your hand for track them. Raise your hand for hold them. Alright. Voting is closed. Alright. Votes are in. You're gonna hold them. Spook bitches. I just wanna go on the record. While there was no wrong choice, I think y'all have made the best choice. I agree. So, I think all of them were good options, but I think most urgently, uh, since. with the metagame information that I have, the longer you had held them, the more they would have tried to escape. Yeah, also, so, I'm a little bit scared of, like, them getting intercepted magically or by other means, you know? Yeah, yeah y'all definitely uh, ha- have surpassed this. Uh, and you are given a chest that is about one foot by six inches and it and six inches tall with a whole lot of carvings into it with different runes uh, that glow faintly. And inside of it is a thing of pick-apart foam so that you can (laughs) safely place each of them inside of the case. 
that's that's great. I like it. I'm I'm curious. Well, this uh, will other people be able to sense these inside the case? Hell, I hope not. It technically, when the box closes, goes to a demi plane of its own accord. Even you couldn't tell that they're in there. You know what? I like that. It's it's a box of holding evil. Yeah. Ivan likes boxes. Here you go. There we go. <laughs> all right. Congratulations, party. You have done all of your prep work. We set out for the desert next week on D&D. You mean the periphery of the desert. Unless we get lost and have to drink cactus juice. Man, yeah. I, I absolutely mean to honor that y'all aren't going into the desert. Yep. Yep. You're not going in the desert at all, guys. It's